What is going on, everybody? It's Derek with Gaming and Chill. It's episode two, and I'm happy to be back. Episode one was a rousing success, and I'm uh, really excited for this week. I think you're all going to really like it. I've got a lot of uh, interesting gaming news, some uh, a lot of anime, and then at the end of the show, I will have my top five animes on Netflix, because uh, a good friend of mine was like, hey, I'm, I don't really watch a whole lot of animes, and I have Netflix, so can I get started with, and well, these are what I would suggest. But let's start off with some gaming news. Uh, Resident Evil Umbrella Corps was really has released a new trailer for uh, it's an Antarctica multiplayer map for like uh, Code Veronica, and that is that is set to launch on June twenty first for PC and PlayStation for thirty bucks. I seen the trailer; it looks interesting. Um, some of the animations were a little bit uh, not polished. They were very uh, robotic almost and didn't look good. But only time will tell. That's uh, a couple months away. So they could get some real good feedback off this trailer and polish those up. And like I said, trailers, I've said before, trailers are not uh, not always going to be the final effects, final animation style. So unless it's like a week from release, trailers can change. I'm not sure how I feel about the multiplayer aspect of it, uh, with Resident Evil always, a lot of times before, and the good ones, having no multiplayer, only focusing on a story. Now, this comes after Resident Evil 6, which was alright, and did have multiplayer, but then you've had real stinkers like Operation Raccoon City, which I think last time I actively seen it at uh, GameStop, it was selling for like 5 bucks used so that's not a good sign so hopefully they can pull it back and uh don't fail as a whole as a whole if you're a fan of uh tekken 5 there's a new figurine for uh the character king 2 it stands 19 inches tall and will cost 375 bones it's a quarter scale figure in polystone hand-finished paint I was never a Tekken person. I was more of a Street Fighter, uh, more of a Street Fighter Soul Calibur person. But I looked at this little uh, figure and I was like, "Ooh, that's beautiful!" I was really interested in it just because of how well crafted and how well it was painted and designed. So that was something I was really looking at, and uh, I was really, it was really interesting. I was thinking, hmm, "Well, what else do they have?" I mean, I'm not sure I can explain why I have a jaguar-headed guy in, in my living room. doesn't really match much else of my decor. Uh, Ubisoft patent, uh, did, did another patent for 1666. Now, if you've never heard of this game, uh, it's about three years old, and it was canceled. So they could be bringing it back and doing what they're going to do with it, or they could be doing a whole new story concept to do with it. Either way, that should be pretty good. I gotta be honest, I'm a, I'm a fan of Ubisoft stuff. Uh, sometimes they've had some hit or miss stuff, and they've had some bugs and some kind of glitchy stuff. But as a whole, their stuff's really good. So maybe we're going to be seeing another, uh, we're going to be seeing another, uh, 
Assassin's Creed, maybe. Hopefully. I would hope so. Uh, Black Flag is probably still one of my favorites. Uh, a lot mostly do with the sea shanties. To be quite honest, uh, Sea Shanties. I bought that album, just the Sea Shanties. Uh, if they had said, oh, it has other game music, I probably would have turned it down and went, nah, no thanks. It was literally just the Sea Shanties that saved that album for me. So if there's another Assassin's Creed game, awesome. Um, that'll be pretty good. I mean, as far as story-wise, I think all the Assassin's Creed games have been pretty good. They've had some uh, interesting glitches and technical problems, but I don't think anybody's ever faulted the story. So, uh, another news, the Warcraft trailer, a new one dropped not too long ago. Uh, if I wasn't excited before, I am now. It looks like it's going to be really good. The effects in the trailer were on point. Uh, they had some like, like uh, lightning, like chain lightning and... That sort of thing in the battle scenes look like they're going to be really good. In all honesty, they could probably do... If they if this done well enough, they could probably do a StarCraft trailer and at this point just start printing money because I'll go see it at least once. Uh, but as far as, like, I was looking forward to it and I seen a couple trailer or the first trailer, and I was like, oh, that should be pretty good. Um... We'll see how it goes. The, the The graphics looked really good. The orcs looked like they were orcs, not just poor CGI things in the past, like they've done in the past. Uh, if you remember, like Warcraft Three, Frozen Throne, or even some of the uh, Warcraft, uh, World of Warcraft stuff, you look at it and go, mm, maybe, maybe not. But this trailer looked like they actually have a physical form, even though. It's uh, it's going to be digital design. I'm hoping that they do more mocap, uh, like they've been really doing a whole lot. If they've done a lot more mocap like they've done for uh, Smaug from The Hobbit, or if they did even like Avatar, if they used some of that mocap technology to do it, that would be phenomenal. Because that, let's be honest, as bad as Avatar may have been on the second viewing, their digital design was on was, was on point right there. You can't deny that it didn't look good. Uh, so if they do anything half as good as that, that should still be pretty good. Um, I'm going to be interested to see where the story goes. It kind of looks like a mix of... Uh, like, we're enemies because we're enemies, but hey, we shouldn't be enemies because we should be friends. And then some of the trailer, uh, the first trailer specifically, reminded me a little bit of, like, little baby Moses, who is an orc. I mean, I can't complain about that. I mean, that would be pretty interesting. Let my orcs go as they escape from uh, Lordaeron. I would pay money to see that, actually. I gotta be honest, the more I thought about that, the more I was like, no. I would pay for that, so long as the villages uh, on the outskirts were the undead. And then you throw in some night elves here and there. That's okay. <laughs> there is good news if you're a Walking Dead fan. Uh, a lot of people are, especially if you're a fan of the Telltale games that, uh, that have been coming out. I have not had the chance to play them. I'm going to be stating a really unpopular opinion right now. I can't get into The Walking Dead. Like, I've tried season one, just 
I, I can't do it. I'm a huge zombie movie, zombie game enthusiast. I've legitimately sat and thought about what makes a good zombie game, what makes a good zombie movie. And I just can't do Walking Dead. It just doesn't it just doesn't strike me. Uh, I think it stops being about zombies after a while. So the Telltale games uh, are very episodic as well. So combine those two, and I I can't do it, but I know a lot of people do. And uh, so that should be coming out on April 26th. It's uh, Walking Dead Michonne Episode 2. Uh, it's titled Give No Shelter. Uh, Michonne, Pete, and Sam escape from the floating con- colony of Monroe. Unfortunately for them, the leaders of Monroe don't forgive and don't forget. So that should be interesting. I mean, I have no idea who those characters are, to be very, very honest. But, uh, hey, with that kind of story, you can't go wrong. I've heard really good things about the Telltale games, uh, especially The Walking Dead and uh, The Wolf Among Us. Uh, it'll be something I maybe play later, just, I don't know, I've stated before, I think last episode even, that episodic games, I have, they're a struggle for me. Once the full story season comes out or whatever, I'm great, I'm down for it, but I'm kind of on edge about them. Now, it's not strictly gaming, but a tech demo, or tech video, for a uh, company called magic leap they dropped the video tech demo if you want to call it that it looks like it's new augmented reality technology uh their video was called a new morning you can look that up on youtube and it looked phenomenal you had things like a, like a planner being basically broadcast in front of a person and they were interacting with that calendar then there was an email and at the end, there was jellyfish floating in the middle of an office, and it looked really good. Now, the company said that that was taken straight from their device, but it's not being released for a little while. So we'll see how what, it, what they're intending it for it to be. Uh, with that tech demo, it looked really good. Uh, you could really... If it's small and compact, you could actually use it for a lot of things. I'm looking at you, Pokemon Go. If you use this technology, I will buy it and I will, you know, give my friends over to it. Because I'm a huge fan. And if you're going to use augmented reality, like you'll see in that video, if you go watch it, it looks... I can only imagine how good a Pokemon would stand there or be there. Or any other augmented reality technology. Not even just office work. Although office work would be amazing with that. Of just having it in your field of vision. Without actually having it in front of you. I'm a huge fan of that. Uh, I grew up watching a lot of sci-fi. So the idea of interactive hollow displays. I think that would have made my childhood self die inside just watching that of that could be a possibility. So that's exciting. So we'll see there. That'll be in the future. We'll see how that goes. Like I said, this was just a two minute tech video that looked really good. But then again, we've also seen a lot of tech videos that looked really good. And then ended up just kind of, they just flopped. Uh, 
some of those things were like, especially the Ouya. Uh, it's an old, at this point, it's an artifact. If you if you've heard of it, that's a in and of itself a miracle. It was being hailed as the next generation of gaming because it was breaking away from the triumvirate of Nintendo and Sony and Microsoft. It was purely a third-party system. And it had a lot of promise, but it didn't go anywhere. It, The Kickstarter had a lot of steam. It had a ton of backers. And then when it launched, it didn't exit the starting gate it was like a dead horse running the kentucky derby it flopped out of the dead the gate a little bit but um didn't do anything it had so much promise was was backed by a lot of people and made a lot of money and then didn't do anything so i've learned not to put my uh not to put my faith and trust in a tech demo because pure and simple, they can fudge a lot of that stuff. They can digitally enhance stuff. They can do all sorts of things. So I'm going to be keeping an eye out on that. And if that turns into anything, I'll mention it again. I know it's strictly not gaming, but it has applications that could be gaming. So I was really excited about that. Uh, if you pre uh, if you pre-order Final Fantasy XV 15. And you can get an in-game sword and other downloadable content. So that is exciting. And also, if you named the... Well, what appears to be Carbuncle. If you name it, it'll also carry over into the game. So, that's kind of cool. I will actually be talking more about Final Fantasy XV in the anime section than in the gaming section. Because there's not a there was a new article in Game Informer that I need to absolutely study and port pour myself into uh it had a lot of information but there's a little bit more in the anime so we'll discuss that in a little bit not too long though the ps4 neo that's kind of its cult code name it is going to be uh it'll boast better processor speed memory bandwidth and graphic capabilities than the standard ps4 now now that does not mean the ps4 will be extinct when it comes out. They're actually going to be re-releasing it about the same price, around $390, I believe, dollars, the same as the base price for the standard PS4. So that could actually drive the standard PS4 down, their price is down, so they'll actually help the market increase. Now, they're saying that this will, it'll enhance the uh, new PlayStation VR, which is codenamed Morpheus. So that there'll be better processing speed for that as long as well as like you can have better multiplayer, better like I said, better frame rate and that sort of thing. So that'll be exciting if you're going to be really wanting to push that frame rate. And games will also be coming with a day one patch. Uh, I believe it's in October, a day one patch that will enable it to be played on the PS4 Neo. I don't know that that's officially going to be its name. It's been called a lot of things. PS 4.5, PS Neo. So there's going to be games that are going to be enabled for it. But they're still going to be playable on a standard PS4. Which is really good news. Because I don't know that I can justify at this point buying a new PS4 when my PS4 works. 
uh, should become inoperable, I will be upgrading to the Neo. But in all honesty, I'd rather pick up at this point a new. Uh, I would rather pick up an Xbox One, just so that I can if for the same price, so I can play games with my brother and one of my best friends. So that's exciting. If you're a big PS4 person, a uh, big PlayStation fan. Hopefully it'll uh, boast some better stuff for the Vita. The Vita's been kind of a dying artifact. It's been gathering dust on the shelves. So that should be pretty cool. I'm going to be looking forward to it, finding some more information about it. Uh, the more it's released, they're not really releasing a whole lot of information at this point. So only time will tell what it's going to actually retail, what its actual name is going to be. On some levels, I kind of hope it stays as the PS4 Neo, but I kind of also hope it doesn't, if that makes sense. Because, I mean, that just sounds weird. I'm going to go buy a PS4 Neo. That's about as bad as the right the naming scheme for the 3DS. New 3DS. The new 3DS. The new, new, new. So, we'll see about that. Now, on to the anime. Because that was about all the gaming news. There's only a couple, only about like 55 days till No Man's Sky. That's my big ticket that I'm really waiting for. So almost every week you're going to be getting a date update. It's actually officially 60 days late, uh, 60 days left till the release of No Man's Sky on the 21st of, I believe it's June. If I can remember that 6 is June. So I'm really excited for that. Like I said, you'll probably get a weekly update how many days left you got. So I'm really hoping other people pick it up and it really picks up because I'm really excited for this game. Uh, just about as excited as I was for Destiny, which, come to think of it, that's really not a good comparison because Destiny out of the gate didn't do so hot. Okay, now we're on to anime. The Final Fantasy XV Brotherhood anime. The first episode is up on Crunchyroll right now. It is uh, Japanese dubbed, got English subtitles, only about 10-11 minutes long. Also really good. I've watched it two, three times now, and there's just so much in there. It's not, the action doesn't come till like the last three, four minutes, but it is so worth it. And it sets the tone for what I hope is the game is going to be close to. From everything I've seen in Game Informer as I glanced over it, it looks like it's going to have a lot of the same story elements. So if you're worried about that it'll spoil the game for you, don't watch the anime. If you're worried it'll spoil the anime, don't, don't play the game when it comes out. I think you're crazy if you don't watch the anime. It's really good. The action is really stylized. It's got a lot of sword play, some gun play. It is, it's really well drawn as well. Uh, I mean, it's top notch. I'm really excited as further episodes keep dropping. I'm really hoping that they put that in with the collector's edition or the, uh, you know, the higher tier versions of Final Fantasy 15. I'm really hoping they drop that with it. Because that will be really exciting. I will purchase that and I will watch it and love it. Uh, on some levels, I kind of hope it doesn't get an English uh, dub. I'm I'm on the fence sometimes about whether or not I like dub uh, English or Japanese better. Um, a lot of the times the Japanese is better. 
but sometimes I prefer the English dub because I don't want to do reading if I'm doing something else. If I'm watching a Japanese dub, I have to actively read it, and I can't go get something from the kitchen without pausing it, or I can't do anything else without pausing it as well. So, that's super exciting. I'm really looking forward to each new episode as they come out. I did want to state that with anime, sometimes it's really difficult to uh, determine their rating. It's not like a game where you can go, oh, this is E for everyone, or this is T for teen, or M, and you can look at it and go, oh, graphic violence, language, nudity. It's really hard to determine that with anime, because they generally fall a lot under a big blanket of, it's either for everyone, or it's mature. And that line is really difficult. So as, as I'm recommending these, I've watched uh, quite a few of these, actually. And uh, so as I'm recommending these, just remember that, or I'm discussing these, just remember that really what you watch is really up to you. Um, some of them, later down the list, they are a little bit more action-heavy, and as such, they have more... Uh, action, danger, some death even. But I generally try to weed out the just the too much. Just the I would much rather have I'm one of those type of people of I'm okay if the anime is really uh, a lot of action, a lot of violence and blood. I'm not so much on the nudity and the the adult situations where it's like you really if you somebody walked into the room and you're sitting there going no uh, no I'm not watching anything that I shouldn't those animes I shy away from and I won't be talking about those about uh or I will strive not to talk about those on this podcast just because those to me aren't nearly as good now, I may be wrong about some of them. There may be a few that are that are good. But as, as far as I've seen, a lot, a lot of the newer ones, they're there for the... Uh, they're there for the sexuality. And that, that's just something I'm like, eh, it doesn't make a story. Give me a good story. Give me action. Give me Attack on Titan Season 2. And I'm okay with that. Just because I can say, okay, cool. But if it's nudity or... A lot, really, what it what it is, is there's a genre of uh, anime that is harem. Basically, one man lives or goes to school with or is friends with multitudes of the ladies. And it's just like, that doesn't make a good story. It makes funny comical stories because you ha it's one of those funny, ugh, of this is just getting too much because they're putting them in that adult situations and the awkward misunderstandings and all that sort of thing. That, to me, is not nearly as good. So, with that being said, let me go on to thing, the new some of the new stuff that I've seen on Crunchyroll. I did have the... Uh, I did have the stipulation that it had to have three or less published episodes and it could have a fourth one coming out in a little while so by the time this hits itunes or whatever there may be a fourth episode 
but there were some that were in Crunchyroll's new section that had hundreds of episodes because it was a new episode. So I had to go through and sift through because I really want to talk about new animes coming out. So without further ado, we've got an anime called Cerberus. Sword and magic rule in the continent of Kunan. Also residing there is the feared evil dragon, Dragonzord, an unstoppable force that leaves nothing but scorched land and destruction wherever he goes. Hero's parents, Byro and Kisamete, joined other sorcerers in a magic ritual ten years ago in an attempt to seal Dagonzord, but failed when someone interfered. After being rescued by Giru, young Hero sets out to learn swordsmanship so that he can avenge his parents. So, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of, that's a lot of anime episodes, right? anime, a lot of, actually video gaming in general, of protagonist grows up with no parents. Boom, plot, <laughs> vengeance. So I'm going to be interested in that. I, that was one of the uh, actual few that I actually didn't watch, uh, just because I hadn't had the time I watched good grief this list has several on here and it's one of those week i watched a couple of them for the first time and i was like oh i'm so hooked and i ended up watching three episodes when i only intended to watch one for right now so i could talk about it and then it was wonderful it's great i look forward to each and every new episode so unfortunately i didn't get to watch all of these so they're in my queue to do when I get that, you know, that five minutes here, five minutes there. So some of them later on are, uh, sound a little bit, sound a little bit interesting. Uh, there's the next one. Haven't you heard? I'm Sakamoto. Sakamoto is not a normal high schooler. He's smart. He's dashing. He's popular with girls. Much to the dislike of the male population of his school, who tries every trick in the book to mess Sakamoto up. But in the end... Sakamoto comes out every trap with style and makes himself look cooler. How does he do that? Does he do this for popularity? Is it just who he is? No one really knows. But haven't you heard? He's Sakamoto. Sounds like it's going to be like a comedy sort of thing. It's a relatively new anime, such as I've mentioned before. So that's going to be uh, going to be a comedy. It sounds like. So that's going to be exciting. I'm comedy animes. They're kind of on the fence for me as long as well as comedy movies, just because they can either be really funny or you just sit there going, I know that's supposed to be funny. Other people are going to think that's funny. I don't. So that's just the way I am. It's got to be a really interesting comedy that it's got to be. It's got to grab me. These later ones, these are the ones that I. I really watched, and I was like, oh, man, these are actually going to be really good. Um, then you've got some that are kind of, well, this one, it's going to be, it's interesting because it seems like almost a copy of Yu-Gi-Oh. Future card, buddy fight, triple D. If they added any more words in there, I might have forgotten it. It is the year 2030. And the stage is the capital of Japan, Chu Tokyo. Through buddy fight, humans have started cultural interactions with residents from other worlds called affinity dimensions. Buddy fight is a game with selected humans as the buddy fighter, and residents from the other world as the partner, known as buddy monster. 
These battles have huge sig high significance and sometimes is even used to decide the fate of a nation. And naturally, there are those who seek to use buddy monsters for evil purposes. It looks like they summon them with cards. So, once it looks like Yu-Gi-Oh. Once again, children's card games save the world. Which is not bad. Yu-Gi-Oh is great. Um, you've got like card raptor, card battle. There's multiple different clones of Yu-Gi-Oh that are not within the main branch of the anime called Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, so I'm kind of interested to see where that's going to go because they've got to really go within a different direction than Yu-Gi-Oh. you got to really come up with something creative, something that makes that anime yours. You can't just, well, it's a card battling game, right guys? Because that doesn't work it just maybe it works for new uh well people who are getting into anime but i'd much rather just suggest you go watch Yu-Gi-Oh. that's what spawned it all in the early 90s and that and pokemon i mean Yu-Gi-Oh is pokemon with cards if you think about it in a weird way or is pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh without cards i mean think about that one <laughs> The one I am was the couple I'm really excited about. Um, it's High School Fleet, living by the sea, protecting the sea, and journeying across the sea. They're the Blue Mermaids. Because of a shift in tectonic plates around 100 years ago, Japan lost much of its area to submergence. To preserve per Japan's territories, coastal cities sprung up one after the other. Eventually, they became marine cities. And along with the expansion of sea lanes to connect them, the need to arose for a sizable staff to protect the seas. At the same time, maritime jobs were becoming more and more popular among women. Hence, the Blue Mermaids had, er had become every female student's dream job. It, I watched it. It was really good. There's a couple things in there I'm like, eh, I'm not sure I would, could recommend them for that. Uh, but as a whole, it's really good. It's... High, it's basically like high school students, all of whom are female, are basically in the Navy. They have command of a battleship. And in the first episode, they're fighting another, well, they're in a combat situation with another battleship. And you have to stop and remember that these are all high school students. So it's really interesting to see where that's going because it's, that's their school. It's not uh, like Attack on Titan where they go into a special academy and they learn to fight. It's That is their high school. Like, that's their chosen profession. And high school students are put into command of a battleship that has actual armaments. So that's a really exciting. It's kind of got a comedy feel to it. Somewhat slice of life, if that makes sense. But it's just... I, I really enjoyed it. I was really intrigued by it. It sounded interesting. And the one of the things that I'm really happy about is the fact that it is all females in the Navy, to borrow the phrase from the uh, village people. It's not, there's no, there's not hijinks of like, oh, like infinite stratos, one man in a school of girls. It's like, that's, it was a good anime, as much as I've said harem animes are not great. 
but it was actually pretty good because it had mechs, which is like the redeemable factor for me. But it's all females, so there's going to be none of that, none of that goofiness. It's got a story. And in the first episode, it turns out that this ship basically accidentally committed mutiny and became basically pirates. So that was super interesting to me. So I'm going to be continuing to watch that one. And I can recommend, if you got Crunchyroll, watch it. If you don't got, have Crunchyroll, get Crunchyroll and watch it. Now, possibly my favorite for this week, Joker Game. In autumn of 1937, as the coals of World War II are being beginning to smolder, Lieutenant Colonel Yoki, Yuki of the Imperial Army secretly establishes a spy training organization called the D-Agency. Those chosen as members of the agency in opposition to the national trend toward reverence of native-born soldiers in the Army are civilian university graduates who pass the hu superhuman selection test with flying colors. Under the resourcefulness, Lieutenant Colonel Yuki, they under the resourceful Lieutenant Colonel Yuki, they learn not only how to work with gunpowder, wireless communications, vehicles, and airplanes, but also various skills essential for spies. So it's very much a military anime, and has there's a part in the first episode where you're like, whoa, you have to stop and really think about it because they're spies, and they're playing a poker game that is not a poker game. I'm not going to go into detail so I don't spoil anything for you. But then they make an, an allegory, well, not an allegory, the comparison to spy work. And they make you, they ask really deep questions about what is the job of a spy? What should a spy do in certain instances? So it's very, it's not high flying action, it's very much a spy anime, which is really good, which I really enjoy. So, I'm really looking forward to that new every new episode. That's my like I said. That's my favorite for the week, uh, and every, next week I won't be able to talk about it at all. Well, I, I probably will, depending upon how it goes. But I really enjoyed it. Go watch it. If you're gonna only watch one from this week, go watch the Joker game. Uh, right now, I believe there's only three episodes up, so you can really just sit down, pound it out, and you're good to go. So. On to the last topic, and probably the most interesting topic, because it's very subjective. As if nothing else in this podcast wasn't subjective. It's my top five anime to watch on Netflix. Now let me go into saying, when I went through there, I went and found like seven anime that I really enjoyed. And then I had the daunting task of trying to figure out which one is my favorite which was really difficult because I love all of them. So coming in at a really close fifth, it could have been first. A really close fifth is Fairy Tale. The story follows a teenage girl named Lucy Hartfelia, who is determined to join the notorious Magical Fairy Tale Guild. During a daring rescue, she encounters Natsu, who is part of the guild and eventually offers her a place. They become teammates, performing various missions for the Fairy Tale Guild. Be prepared for an action adventure, action-packed adventure. Really good. Uh, it's one of the what came through the like Shonen. There's a magazine Shonen Jump. It's very much in the same vein as like 
Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and Full Metal Alchemist of like very action based stories. So that's really like really cool to me. I watched that and each person has their own like superpower, if you will, that basically provides them within a giant guild and they are basically family. So, for that, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, it could have been number one on this list, but I, I really just had to structure it. And then the next one, it really broke my heart that I I didn't put it at number one, but it would have equally broken my heart if I couldn't have put anything else in number one. So, number four, Attack on Titan. Known in Japan as Shingeki no Kojin, many years ago, the last remnants of humanity were forced to retreat behind the towering walls of a fortified city to escape the massive, man-eating titans that roamed the land outside their fortress. Only the heroic members of the Scouting Legion dared to stray beyond the safety of the walls, but even those brave warriors seldom returned alive. Those within the city clung to the illusion of a peaceful existence until the day that dream was shattered, and their slim chance of survival was reduced to one horrifying choice. Kill or be devoured. Man, like I said, it was a struggle not to put this at number one. Uh, it's one of those animes, if you get into it, you sit down, you watch number episode number one. By the episode, end of episode one, you're like, okay, it's good. Two or three episodes later, at the end of every episode, you're like, well, what happens? Now I need to watch the next episode. And then you watch the next episode and it ends the exact, like, ends in a plot hang, plot twist, or a cliffhanger. And you're like, well, great, now i got to watch another episode. And then you turn around, and it's 6 in the morning, and you never went to bed. It is really good. Uh, I do have to say it has a lot of um, a lot of violence. Uh, you've got giant man-eating, literally, giant man-eating beasts that look like humans attacking humans that look like ants compared to them. But it's really good. Uh, season 2 isn't out yet. So Season 1 is all that we have. But it is probably one of the best. Like I actually went out and bought the first season on Blu-ray. I don't typically buy a whole lot of anime on DVD Blu-ray. I'd rather buy it digitally or whatever. Because otherwise my collection would just really be just too large and digital versus physical is a conversation that's better suited for a different time but i bought that i have shirts that have the tack on titan logo i've got i had a computer background for a little while that was the scouting legion huge fan of the show and there's really not a whole lot else i can say about it that hasn't already been said by the masses of everyone else who's like dude you gotta watch attack on titan so if you gotta do it, dude, you gotta watch Attack on Titan. Number three, Death Note. That is, it is a very cerebral uh, anime. There's not a whole lot of like high-flying gun action, if you will. But it has a lot of psychological elements. There's a lot of death, given the name that it's Death Note. But it's not super like graphic, super violent. It doesn't rest upon the back of uh, fan service. No buxom people running around. No, it, it rests solely upon its story. 
And that story is told through exposition, plot twists of, well, you think that I think this, well, I think that you think that I think that you think this sort of action. That it doesn't get too convoluted, and when it gets really, when it does get super convoluted, at the end, it unties it all, and you're like, whoa, all that information was given to us, but you stopped, basically slowed it down, rewound the tape, and explained what just happened, and when all is said and done, it's, you're going to be sitting there at the end of the anime going, they told us how it was going to end. They gave, I think in episode two, they told us exactly how the anime would end, but you don't see it coming. So go watch it. Number two, Sword Art Online. In the near future, a virtual reality, massive multiplayer online role-playing game, VR MMORPG, called Sword Sword Art Online, has been released where players control their avatars with their bodies using a piece of technology called Nerve Gear. One day, players discover they cannot log log out, as the game creator is holding them captive unless they reach the 100th floor of the game's tower and defeat the final boss. However, if they die in the game, they die in real life. Their struggle for survival starts now. Man, that... It's an incredible anime. It is 25 episodes for the first Sword Art Online and 24 episodes for episode or for season two, basically. And every episode's good. There's not an episode where you're like, okay, we could skip it. We could remove this from canon. We could not do this like some animes have, where you can just go, oh, this is a flashback episode, or oh, this is a purely side story. This is not anything important. Every episode is really good, really important, and you actually connect to the characters because they start they start really kind of examining a really an existential question of what is reality? Is reality the reality that we're presented or the reality that we're living? Because this game to them is very real. So, and they're trapped in it. So you have to ask the question of, is that reality their actual reality in the game? Or is a life outside the game actual reality? Go watch it. It's not nearly as like existential and like really convoluted as uh, Death Note. But it does have that question uh, quite a few times throughout it. But mostly it's an action anime. So go check that out. Super good. If you're really into video games, it's phenomenal. Um, some honorable mentions before I do a list my number one, which I'm sure if you actually know me, it's really not going to be that hard to guess what number my number one is. Some honorable mentions. Garganthia on the Verdinous Planet and Knights of Sidonia, the Netflix original. That's a pretty good one. I can't complain about Knights of Sidonia. Uh, two seasons. Uh, so that's pretty good. Giant mechs, aliens, go watch it. And Gargantia, the Verdantist Planet, takes a different spin on aliens. And the fact is that by being on Earth, this character is the alien. But turns out what he thinks is actual, actual truth isn't. Go watch it. Really good. And my number one, as you probably all guessed if you actually know me, 
Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It's set in a fictional world where alchemy, the transmutation of raw materials into objects, is science and the way of life. The series follows the Elric brothers, Edward and Alphonse, on their perilous journey in search of the legendary Philosopher's Stone. They set forth hoping that the magical artifact can restore their bodies after a failed, after a failed attempt to revive their dead mother, ma- dead mother that cost Edward his left leg and right arm, while all Alphonse's entire body was taken away, leaving his soul affixed to a suit of armor. It is really good. Like, I... I've watched that series so many times, and each time it's still just as good. There is two series called Full Metal Alchemist on Netflix. One is just called Full Metal Alchemist, and the other one is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Brotherhood is better. That's not to say Full Metal Alchemist is bad. Full Metal Alchemist was created before the actual manga ended. So towards the last half of the show, they kind of had to make up their own stuff. And they went a completely different direction. They took a different spin on characters. Certain characters weren't even in it. So it's a comp- they're completely different, but the same. Because the first half is basically the same story. But Brotherhood is a lot longer and, in my opinion, a lot better. It ranges, I believe, it's up to four seasons on Netflix. And you actually feel for the characters. You get to see where they're going. There's character development. There's loss, tragedy. And it's really, it's got action in it. And it makes you, sometimes it makes you question of what is important. Like these characters on it, like in the synopsis of they're searching for their uh, the, the item to revive their dead mother and restore their bodies. So it makes you ask, what's actually important? Is their bodies important? Is the actual journey more important? And in the end, it actually answers all those questions. And it comes to an end. That it's a bittersweet moment because you've watched an entire series. And then it ends. And you're like, I want to know how it I want to know what happens after that. What happens? Do, do they live happily ever after? Do they not? <laughs> what happens? So that's why it's my number one. Is That's one of the first... Uh, well, it, For me, it started out as there's a story attached to why I like it so much. When I moved from Las Vegas, Nevada to Tennessee, didn't have internet for a while nothing of substantial speed only had dial up and full metal alchemist the original series was one of the first things we watched on netflix like why we got the dvds and everything and watched it and it was really good and that actually started me on reading manga because before then i just watched stuff watched robotech watched voltron and Watching Full Metal Alchemist 1 made me want to get into the manga because the manga is much further. It's not completed, but it's much further. And then that just it introduced me to a whole world of a book form of anime, which is technically the video version of a manga. And so that's why full, the original Full Metal Alchemist was... It would have been my favorite if Brotherhood had not been out. But Brotherhood was truer to the actual manga that 
ended only, I think, wow, might actually be coming up on 10 years. It ended when I was in college, when I had came to Kentucky for college. It ended there, and I sat there and I read that final chapter. There's something enjoyable about reading the final chapter of something you've read for, I think it was 200 chapters. And reading the final chapter, and you could read, you could see how much further you had to go, and each page, you're sitting there going, the action is still going. How are they going to end this? And that's what was so good about it. Even in the anime, until the last episode, you're going, how is it going to end? I'm on the last episode. I've only got, you know, 20 more minutes to go. How is it going to end? So even until that last point, you're still going. And then when you hit the end, it stops. And you're like, okay, that's both satisfying to know that it's ended it's over it's done from here on out it's going to be stories from within that story like stories that you they didn't tell of oh they were gone for two weeks and here's what happened in those two weeks or whatever so that's exciting but then it's also leaves that i want to know more like even though a lot of things change i want to know what happened so that's why it's my number one so if you're listening and you haven't really delved into the world of anime, go watch Full Metal Alchemist. Go watch Sword Art Online. If you're looking for something that's shorter, start with Sword Art Online. It's only, like I said, it's only about 25 episodes for the first series. So that's really not bad, and it's a self contained story. So that will really get you started with only 25 episodes. If you're looking for something with a little bit more commitment, go with uh, Full Metal Alchemist. You really can't go wrong. So, that is my top five for the Netflix animes. If you guys have any uh, suggestions for what to watch on Netflix or your favorite animes, please, please, please let me know. I would love to know. And you can actually contact me on Twitter you can use the hashtag game and chill. So yeah, you can listen and you can discuss and say, Hey, I think that, uh, I think this is my favorite anime. Or if you have questions, or you want me to discuss something on the podcast, game and chill, use that hashtag and I'll be able to read it. I have a few other shout outs. Uh, my good friend, James, uh, is one of the, uh, Hosts of a different podcast called The Film Slate Podcast. Go check them out. They do all movies. They've done last episode that was re- last released. They discussed a bunch of new trailers that just uh, came out. And they discussed new news about that. And next week, as of Sunday, they will be discussing The Jungle Book, the new movie. They'll be giving a full review on that. I've heard a few things from them. That's going to be an amazing episode. So go check them out. And you can you can tweet at them using at the Film Slate Pod or the hashtag the Film Slate Podcast. You can also check Bad Wolf Studios out. That's the YouTube channel that I help run. Uh, me and my brother work together and do some videos. A lot of retro gaming. You can go check that out at Bad Wolf Studios on YouTube. 
And uh, I think that's it. Yeah, Film Slate Podcast. Yeah, you can tweet at us uh, directly using at Bad Wolf Studios, at Bad underscore Wolf Studios. The hashtags, all that got covered. So until next time, go watch some anime. Have a good one. Bye.